Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No! I, I say it every day with the people that I'm around. It's not that people are dumb, maybe ignorant. Ignorant means unaware of how things work. We've really realized this in the last six months about a lot of things. How about that? I'm not criticizing you. I've just never met anybody like that before. Everybody in my circle likes a little bit of everything or a lot of everything. But that's the whole idea of diversifying, right? Variety is the spice of life. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It absolutely is. And we're rocking and rolling into a football Friday brought to you by Flame Tech. It's me, the champ. (laughs) (laughs) Ding, ding. Yeah, with Moose DuPont, and uh, we're ready to talk ball. we got ball for all today. John Frenzy's on the sponsor's couch over here, and uh, he's excited to talk football today. We'll be talking NFL, CFL, and whatever comes up. Um, Yeah, we got some special guests uh, today along with the usual crew here. we got Brian Snow, the snowman's going to be joining us from North Carolina to talk all the latest in the National Football League. Former Edmonton Eskimos linebacker Rennie Curran will be joining us today. And our boy Jack out in Alberta lined this interview up. Rennie, everybody remembers him, I think, with the Eskimos. He's got a sort of an inspiring personal story that he will be sharing with us in hour two. And, uh, yeah, I think we're good to go. I just found the text line. It's open. All right. If you got comments, write us 306-840-8770. 840-8777. Yes, for Prairie Mobile, your authorized SaaS mobility dealer. And uh, can I say they've renewed their contract with us as yeah. a sponsor? Why, the, why not? Why not? And we have a new one. New one. I'll let you handle this. E-Cole Electric. Yeah, for the warm-up. New sponsor of the warm-up. So uh, that's going to be a lot of fun starting on Monday. E-Cole Electric. Welcome to the family. Yeah, big uh, electrical company here in town. And we're moving the four seasons to the second half uh, kickoff. Georgie, I know you don't mind. Um, there was a comment here from Ryan. I just want to read this. Good day, friends across North America, Mexico, Norway, Qatar, and Sweden from cloudy and cool Saratoga, New York. It's football Friday and game seven. Dun, dun, dun. It's a really big day today. Oh, yeah. So let's jump into the quick six show topics, please, if you don't mind. By the way, producer Clark is not here. He had his wisdom teeth pulled yesterday, which the joke is always, so he has no wisdom left. Right. Pa-doom-poom. Oh! Oh, oh, they threw some shit. Yeah, exactly. So Alan, the intern, is flying the Millennium Falcon back there, or he's the co-pilot to Jordan. I I still don't know what goes on back there. But Alan, the intern, the Asian sensation, came to us as just a meek, mild little lad from the University of Regina journalism program. And now he's he's a beast! Oh, yeah. He's running the show. He's writing columns like crazy. So proud of you, Alan. That's what we do here, right? That's right. We encourage people. Ah, uh, until this. Did we hit the quick six show topics? Did we hit it? Can you hit it again? Thank you. Number one. 
Farhan says CFL training camps are a go. He said it on the Sports Cage radio program uh, this week. I don't know if it was yesterday. Farhan Lalji of TSN saying CFL training camps are a go. And I see a lot of CFL people retweeting it, and, and they're going nuts. And I think that's great. I think it's great. But as I told Darren in our pre-show meeting, TSN's track record of reporting CFL return to play issues is suspect. If it goes, I, I, can, I can give you a few, but I won't. It's got everybody excited, but there's a lot more details that I want to see. With like, Have the players agreed to the 20 to 40% pay cuts? I was just telling Lynch on the way up here, three teams don't have broadcasters. Seems like there's a hell of a lot of work to do. And they're probably doing it behind the scenes. I don't know. This is what Farhan said, but I'm not convinced yet. I'm not convinced yet. Where are you on point one? Yeah, I mean... I'm captain positivity most days, right? Yeah. So it's it's good when you if if you know Farhan's somebody I like and trust. I and, love him. You know, respect just immensely. So I think if he's saying it, it's a reason to be excited. But until again we see training camp rosters, a schedule for you know those days and practice times and all of that, and the schedule. I want to see the schedule, then. I just don't know that anything's happening yet. Again, they had three start dates last year before canceling the season. Um, so positive heading into the weekend, yes. But we really need to see some dates and some details before you can take this to the bank. And by the way, that's all that I'm saying. It's a report that people are just grasping on to any positivity. But on Tuesday, BC Lions president Rick Lawlisher says we'll have a schedule out in days. And then Farhan says that Manitoba's gray area. Because of what's going on. Well, what the hell? It's, it's so incredibly disjointed. Yeah. So once I see them on the field and kicking off August 5th, I'll be convinced. That's just my take on the report that training camps are a go. By the way, Paul's watching. The infamous Paul, as you know. Good morning, team. And congratulations to Alan for flying the fog in, uh, in this morning. Coach Paul was proud. Is he flying in fog? It's a pretty clear day out there. It's a pretty clear day, and uh, internet's great. I feel like I got stabbed in the kidney. I was telling you that before the show. Yeah. I think I ate too much processed meat last night. Salami, Genoa, mm-hmm. salami. Oh, That'll do it. God. I normally have zero problems with that. They say about the cold cuts, it goes right here. <laughs> <laughs> I had, like, this much cold cuts last night. Not sitting well. Um, John Ryan. Point two, Super Bowl champion punter with the Seattle Seahawks, longtime Green Bay Packer, Regina's favorite son here, currently a punter for the uh, Saskatchewan Rough Riders, had a lot of interesting comments in the leader post this week. We said he, CFL's forgotten the C, the league leaders have forgotten the Canadian in the CFL. He, he's terrified for the future of the CFL. And he brought up the XFL, and he said he's got, he knows nothing about what's going on with the merger, but his buddies own the Dallas team in the XFL. And uh, they're saying that we could operate with two leagues, really, that one plays in Canada, one plays in America, and I don't know, comes together at the end. I think that XFL-CFL merger talk is now time, is best suited for around the campfire when you got hot dogs. You know, let's talk about it then. It's a waste of time now. But I just think about European hockey, they play on a 200 by 100 sheet set of ice, or Notre Dame College here, versus 200 by 85 everywhere. We go back and forth on ice sheets all the time. In hockey, I don't understand why they act like this is rocket science, the changes. I'm sorry. It's not. 
And to be honest, as a hockey guy, it doesn't really matter. I mean, we go over to the international tournaments, and it's not like it's a completely different game. I know when you really boil it down, it, yes, there's difference. The bigger ice, it's a little different style, maybe a little bit, but no, not anymore. I mean, hockey's hockey. Football's football. Um, I think there's, there's more important things, but uh, I think they'll figure that out. That's, that's not a big deal. Well, that's where's it where's it going? Right. Is 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 all. Uh from our viewers where is it? From Rob Somerville, he says certainly hoping the CFL manages to get their season together and underway. There are still a lot of things to do before opening kickoff. They know exactly what those things are to do. We're a month ish out, 5 6 weeks out. What was Lynch saying? He'll say it later. We're supposed to be in Winnipeg this week. I thought he meant we were supposed to be in Winnipeg for something. He meant the football team. Right. We, of course. <laughs> right. <laughs> of We're course. supposed to be in Winnipeg this week. Yes. I, never, I never thought about it. Tristan on YouTube, you are my all-time favorite show to watch. Thank you, Tristan. I appreciate that. Colin in Ottawa says, until I see 80 guys in training camp, I can't trust anything coming out of the CFL or their media guys at TSN. I'm from Mizzou on this one. Show me, don't tell me. He's saying it a little more square right between the eyes than he's saying what I wanted to say, but he's <laughs> nailing it, right? Until I see him on the field, then I'll believe it. Sorry. Not sorry. Point three, NHL leftovers from Thursday. Hey, how about those Habs? How about them? They won in overtime, beat his Leafs. Yep. Maybe that's why Clark's not here today. I, uh, I tweeted, I can't imagine the Leafs are nervous yet. No. No, no not yet. But, I mean... Those young players for the Habs played well. Carey Price played well. Um, they did what they needed to do to force game six, and they're going to get a lot of fans in the building now. I mean, a lot, 2,500, but uh, it's going to be tremendously exciting. I'm a big emoji guy. If you go to my Twitter and see my uh, leftovers, you saw it because you liked it. I said, that's why Galchenyuk's been on six teams. And then I put a muffin emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Served up a muffin to Cole Caulfield. And yes. those in overtime for a 2 one very tough to stop for a goaltender, particularly when it's two little jitterbugs like Nick Suzuki and Cole Caulfield coming down oh, on yeah. you. So anyways, they go to Montreal Saturday night, Hockey Night in Canada, Bell Center, 2,500 in the house, and Bob's your uncle. Why doesn't Brindy get more credit? The Carolina Hurricanes have moved on to round two. I went and looked at the NHL coaches of the year the last 10 years. He's nowhere near. I think he's been nominated at least once or twice, but the guy's a hell of a coach. I watched those videos that the Hurricanes put out. I'd run through a wall watching the video. I think it was his dad's birthday yesterday after the overtime win. Yeah. And he had his mom on the phone with his dad there, and they all sang happy birthday to him in the locker room after the win. He's like, you guys don't know my dad, but it's his birthday, and you guys mean a lot to him, and they started singing happy birthday. Like, it's cool stuff. Oh, it is totally cool. Really cool. Michael Horrigan watching, he uh, writes it on Facebook. Good afternoon to the RP Show from the snowy 905. It's snowy down there in Ontario. Nothing would surprise me. This Nothing would surprise me in 2021. Uh, seven of the eight Stanley Cup playoff first-round series have had at least one overtime in it. It's been amazing playoffs. And lastly, my last leftover of the night is it's game seven tonight in the Fortress. Hence the Vegas Golden Knights gear that I'm wearing today. I will be fraught with anxiety all day today. And I get why when people are upset now when their teams lose, because I was upset the other night when the Golden Knights lost. Like it just, 
You should back away from your phone and not talk to anybody when your team loses. Fair? Do you get that up? Were you like that last night with the Leafs? No, because I'm just not that into the series because it doesn't feel like. But, but yeah, I get like that when I look at social media, for sure. And I start going down the, like, I'll open up a thread and start looking at the, and I get like three down. I'm like, no, wait a second. This is why I don't do this. And I just put this away. Good for you. I'm getting really good at recognizing the triggers. We all have them. The Golden Knights are a team that I get upset when they lose the Regina Pats mm-hmm. and the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, point four, the Blue Jays split in New York. How about Alec Manoa and his whole family? And he was just in, in control. Remember that viewer, Ray in the Six, asked the other day, is Manoa ready? What did we think about his start? I didn't expect him to dominate and go six. And he could have gone seven, by the way. He was upset that he was pulled in his debut. He could have gone seven. But the Blue Jays won. They lost the second game of the doubleheader. But it was exciting for the kid. I think he's up to stay. Oh, yeah. Um, Well, this is fun. Point five. A rash Bob Young feud. Did you see that yesterday? Oh, boy. Yeah. I think I got to say it things like 27 times before it sinks into people. Why I don't want to get into the CFL. Wade into those waters right now. Because the three down story said it. Tempers are flaring, and Bob Young and Arash went at each other. You know what? Bob Young took a couple shots at Arash, and he took them. Then he just came out with a boom at the owner of the Hamilton Tiger Cats yesterday. And I know both those guys, and they're both great guys. Tells me that people are getting hot under the collar. People are getting stressed. It goes back to point one. I'm not going to believe anything about this training camp stuff until I see him on the field. Again, when you have two good friends arguing, what do you... Well, Bob's not a good friend. Arash is a good friend. What do you do? I know. You're caught in the middle, right? Yeah, like, well, you just kind of sit back and... Yeah, it's like when two teammates fight at practice. You just let them go. Just let it... Guys, <laughs> yes, just, just let that's them... That's exactly it. Let them, let them just... You know, and you just make... And you just watch and make sure nobody's getting hurt, right? And that's when you jump in if someone's getting hurt. But, you know, it's, it is. It's, it's frustrations boiling over, right? It's frustrations. And, you know, for an owner to do it, it's kind of refreshing you don't see that very often that they'll jump in in any corporate world that a leader like that would jump in and get involved like that but it's so i think it's kind of refreshing but you're right it's definitely they're frustrated well it was just if you've been following it the last week or so bob young i'll say it again it was just a little jab 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 and arash didn't say anything and then he just came out with a al cabongo on bob young and bob didn't respond And this is all on Twitter. So, hey, fun to watch. Don't want to participate in it. From some of our viewers, uh, from Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, he says, it's night time in Flower We Trust. Is he getting the start? Absolutely. you got to go with a flower tonight. And then once we win, maybe you split things with Robin Leonard next series. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. You just got to win tonight. That's it. The Vegas Golden Knights. That's what you can do. He can play tonight and get you the win, and you can give him game one off in the second round for some rest, right? You could let Robin Leonard play game one. Wayne and Victoria says, regarding the teams that I get upset when they lose, he says, not the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, LOL. If I realized real early that if we were going to appeal to fans across this great league, that I had to sever all ties with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders that way. Other than 20 seasons in the booth with them, it was something that I did. But no, I don't get upset when they lose or win because we've got these great relationships now in Winnipeg and we got BC Lions fans watching. I can't show up here and wear rider stuff on the air. They turn it off. I know. So no, no, I don't get upset when they lose. 
We had some good. Oh, Lauren Smith in Kamloops, British Columbia says, I'm in Bob Young's corner. He always has the best interests of the CFL at heart. Him, yes. But I think overall, the CFL owners have their own best interests at heart. And by the way, prove where that's wrong. Show me that I'm wrong. What does Tiger King say? Change my mind. Change my mind. (laughs) The CFL owners have their best interests at heart. Because if they had the CFL's best interests at heart and the players and staff, they'd have played last year and they'd already be playing this year. So Bob Young is the misnomer in that. I've never sat in those owners' meetings at all, so I don't know what kind of stick Bob Young wields. I think it's a big one. These guys are worried about themselves. That's that's how I feel. Okay, And I'm not going to uh, allow them or anybody else jerk you people around. That's why we're staying on their butts. So as one national reporter said to me, you keep reporting the truth and you got nothing to worry about. Fair? Fair. Uh, And then, then point six, just lastly, weekend sports. I thought... Kings Park Motor Speedway was opening up this weekend. May 29th was supposed to be their first race of the season, but the boys sent me a note and said they were pushed off a few weeks by the government. So I was all excited to go out to the track. Yeah. It will happen. It will happen, but not this weekend. I'll be golfing. And you? Yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be little golf, too. Probably hit Deer Valley, uh, relax a little bit. Hope to get outside. We had rain last weekend, so it looks like it's going to be sunny. Jeff Cabilla says, the RP show is the best. Change my mind. And from Jeff, the Stamps fan, he says, what is the best interest of the CFL owners, if not the interest of the league? That comment makes little sense. Jeff, it's over your head. It's over your head, my friend. So spend the next four minutes thinking about it. Anyways, this has been the warm-up, and we will be back. With Brian Snow, the snowman. We got some NFL stuff to talk about. I think some breaking news. Is it true? With Julio Jones, did you see that? Nope. They said he's been traded to the Patriots. Somebody wrote it and said that. So we'll talk about that. Say what, Alan? Doesn't. It doesn't seem to be true. I'll tell you what. If that guy that wrote in is pulling my leg, I will skin him. Block him. We'll be back. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey everybody, Rod and Moose here. Breaking news. This important PSA is brought to you by Manscaped.com. This is your pubic service announcement and the news you've all been waiting for. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which is now available for purchase in the USA and Canada. Moose, we're here. We're holding it. If they don't believe me, <laughs> there it is. Listen. I've been using the Lawnmower 3.0 for what, a couple of months now? Yes. And I love it. What did I say in our last podcast? Chat about this. No cords, no clanky razors. You know what? This is handheld, it's sleek, there are no cords, it's got a 90 minute battery life and a headlight. Yeah. But you now have the 4.0, and I have Ooh. to admit I'm a little jealous. Oh, What do you like about yeah, it? Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, that's why we're doing this in the dark, so we can test out the headlight. It seems to be uh, not even that loud. Oh, Sounds loud there, but it's actually not that no, loud. It's, it's right uh, up against the microphone. I'm excited. So uh, we're gonna You want to know what's new about it? There was only one 
size trimmer on the 3.0. Now there are four. Oh. There's a travel lock. You ever traveled somewhere and your razor's been on the whole time, and when you get to your destination, your razor's dead? Mm-hmm. This has a lock on it, so that doesn't happen. There's a lot of other things here. As looks-wise, it's sleek, a two-tone matte and gloss finish. Even features a hot foil stamp black chrome Manscaped logo. But more important than that, it's got a ceramic blade and skin-safe technology, which alleviates those little nicks, those little bumps. Honestly, it will change your life, guys. And we're asking you to order now and join over 2 million people worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That's fansided20 at manscaped.com. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Okay, John Frenzy's here. And just before we bring in Brian Snow, the snowman from North Carolina, to talk some NFL. This is from Jason in Red Deer, who the other day said he watches this show with half an eye while he's doing work. Jason, listen, he wrote... And I quote, Falcons traded Julio Jones to the Patriots for a second-round pick and quarterback Jared Stidham per NFL update on Twitter. Jason, we can't find that anywhere. So for your sake, I hope you're right. But nobody else is saying that Julio Jones has been traded. So I think you might want to follow some different accounts on Twitter. And before we bring in the snowman, John Frenzy, the, the CFL news of the week, what you're following, what do you think? What do you, what's your take on stuff? Well, I got the gray outfit on, eh? I'm in mourning. <laughs> oh, that's why. Yeah. I, I'm depressed. I don't think anything's happening. I think it's slow. I don't know what's going on. Uh, the Winnipeg is supposed to have been, we we're supposed to have been in Winnipeg this, yeah, last night. Winnipeg's coming here next Thursday. That was the original schedule, eh? The original schedule they set out. Nothing happening there. And you're hearing nothing about if we're going to go on August the 7th, even. Or on August 10th, or July 10th, I say, for a training camp. Um, I'm not hearing much of anything. To be honest with you, um, the, the kids are like, the, the, some people like the, the kids they got out of the, the draft. Uh, um, some of the kids they got are good, but nothing really astounding about what day we're going to start. Are they going to go to training camp or not? I hear they are. I hear they're not. So it's very confusing, to be honest with you. Yeah, so nothing's, nothing's really changed. No, that's our, nothing's that's really our changed. take. So hang on. We'll continue uh, that chat. It is a football Friday here today, so we got all day to talk football. But let's bring in the snowman now. Our uh, North Carolina correspondent to talk National Football League. He's in the car today. How you doing, Brian? I'm doing good, guys. Um, normally, you guys catch me in the studio, but uh, my wife and I are on the road today. And here we go. Uh, Ryan Baracco, our technical producer, said, we might have some issues with Brian because he is in a car. And here we go. So what are we doing, Ryan? Are we going to stick with him, or are we not? Settle down? Yeah, okay. So, I'm still frazzled by this supposed report that Julio Jones is going to the Patriots, which, by the way, wouldn't surprise me, but there's been no confirmation that. I mean, we need... If you're going to write into this show with what you think are scoops, can you make damn sure that it's true? That would be a great one for the, for the Patriots. Of course, exactly. They need as many weapons as they can. They yeah, sure do. He would be great. From the jug, he says, that's a rumor for the Patriots right now. That's what they would give up for Julio, probably. But nothing is said yet. Actually, while we do that, let me read our NFL report, because I got some good stuff here, Lynch. 
that you will like. Are you watching NFL Network this week? Sure am. Curry, of course you are. Round the clock. Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes has been full go during the first week of voluntary workouts, three months after surgery for turf toe and a full month ahead of the original schedule. Chiefs coach Andy Reid said Thursday that Mahomes has been doing everything while players worked out in shorts at the team's facility near Arrowhead Stadium. Players aren't allowed to wear pads or hit, but the very fact that Mahomes is back on the practice field bodes well for his availability for next month's mandatory minicamp. Uh, meanwhile, no Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, or A.J. Brown on defense, sorry, on offense, nor safety Kevin Bayard from the defense. Instead, punter Brett Kern was the most senior member of the Tennessee Titans on the field Thursday and the first offseason practice open to reporters. So I guess this is why they call it optional, eh, Frenzy? Yeah, optional. But they like the guys to go. Now here, the Jets had 80. The Jets had 80. Can, believe it? Can you believe that? The new New York Jets, 80 guys out at the, uh, this camp. Uh, here we go. Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, says, Snowman has one of the best calming late-night DJ voices in the biz. <laughs> he does. So let's try him again. The Snowman. Let's get him on our screen. There he is. How you doing, Brian? I'm doing good, guys. Thanks for having me. Okay. So let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Let's start with the biggest story in the National Football League, and that is Julio Jones. Do you believe that he knew that he was on television with Shannon Sharp? Because I don't think he thought he was on TV when he said he wanted out of Atlanta. I don't think he knew either. And part of me wants to say that whole thing was staged. The other part of me says Julio didn't know that Shannon Sharp was uh, calling him and setting that up. I said on my show um, Monday that Atlanta shouldn't acquiesce to him. We got too many athletes in the sports world nowadays not wanting to live out the rest of their contract. And we're talking about a receiver that is age 32, coming off of an injury. Yes, he's a good receiver, but at the same time, let's, uh, let's just call it the way we see it. What's he done since Super Bowl 51? Nothing. Nothing. Other than make a lot of money. Yeah. He'd, make a, he'd be a, a great fit for the uh, Patriots, don't you think, Brian? Yes and no. Yes, he would be a great fit for the Patriots in their scheme. But no, because of Cam Newton. And I've said all along, and I've said on this program as well as mine, Cam Newton hasn't been right since Super Bowl 50. And if last year didn't show you how not right Cam Newton was, I referenced week two in Seattle, then what more can you do? Why do you want to keep giving Cam Newton a shot when it's clear, at least to me, at least to my eyes, he's not the same quarterback? Brian, Mac Brian what, did, what did Cam Newton do to you? What did he do to you? You are not a Cam Newton fan. Seems like you never have been. <laughs> it's 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 just his play on it's just his play on the field that I judge, and uh, he hasn't been right. And I mean this from the context of he has been beat up. The one year he was MVP, he had an offensive line in front of him and a good offensive line in front of him. Since then, he's been running for his life. And I'll tell you, a quarterback that may go through the same thing this year, his name is Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah. Well, that seems like 
the most likely trade destination is the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Frenzy, you had yep. something for the snowman? Yeah, uh, about uh, Mac Jones, a kid from um, um, Alabama. Do you think he could be the quarterback there with the Patriots in the future? Where, I mean, the future is now, maybe. Belichick needs to give him the keys right now. And this is nothing against Cam Newton as a quarterback or an athlete, but Mac Jones fits the prototype quarterback that Bill Belichick wants to coach. Belichick needs to turn the keys over to the offense to Mac Jones right now. Well, how about that, eh? Well, how about that? As a matter of fact, as I read this, and Brian, if you have a minute, it's part of our NFL report we do daily. Wearing number 50, Patriots rookie Mac Jones may not, may not look like a guy who belongs in the quarterback's room at Gillette Stadium. The Patriots' first-round pick in this year's draft, Jones arrives with an impressive college resume, 6'3", 214, a finalist for the Heisman Trophy in 2020, as you all know, wore number 10 with the Crimson Tide, wearing number 50 with the Patriots. And they're saying this is, I'll use the term, it's my term, uh, Belichick somewhat emasculating him by giving him a linebacker number here in his first training camp, and he's got to earn a single-digit quarterback number. What do, you, what do you think about That's what I'm reading. What do you think about that notion, bro? No? No? Oh, boy. Uh, my only words are as follows. It's Bill Belichick. Yeah, but why give him number 50? Apparently, he does this all the time with rookie quarterbacks. Appa- well, apparently, but did he do the same with Tom Brady? No. Did he do no. the same with Drew Bledsoe? No. Case rested. Yeah, I understand the point where you want to earn your way onto the club, but a linebacker number when he's a quarterback and possibly your quarterback this season, forget the future. Mac Jones needs to be the quarterback of the New England Patriots now, and you're going to give him a a linebacker number. What point are you trying to prove? <laughs> well, you just said it. Uh, it's Bill Belichick. But Trey Lance, I would assume, is going to be quarterbacking in San Fran. We know that Zach Wilson will be in New York. We know Trevor Lawrence will be. Here's a headline, by the way, out of Jacksonville yesterday. Trevor Lawrence, not perfect in red zone. I thought, not much pressure on this guy. That was a headline, Brian. (laughs) What do you think about what's going on with the Jags? It's the Jaguars. They have a new regime. They have a new coach. They have a new quarterback. That's great. Here's the problem. Who's going to protect them? And I'll give you a second problem. Who's going to run the football? Uh, oh, yeah, they got all, oh, Tim Tebow, maybe. <laughs> what do you think about him lining up uh, at tight end? Why? <laughs> Tim Tebow, why? That's my only question. Why? Well, he's doing the favors to the kid, eh? He's doing Tim Tebow a favor eh? from his days at, uh, at uh, Florida, Florida Florida together. Eh? He is. He is. I'll give you that. He's giving him, he's giving him a shot. But as an earlier um, commenter said, I used to live in Missouri. Show me. <laughs> well, so speaking of Ryan McCarthy in Saratoga, New York, watching, he says, question for Snowman. Do the New York Jets need to bring in a veteran quarterback to help Zach Wilson adjust to pro ball for the first season or two? How do you feel about that? Why didn't they do that already? If anybody is thinking down that line, why didn't they do that already? Why didn't they try to get, as crazy as this sounds, Ryan Fitzpatrick back in New York? What I think the Jets are going to wind up doing is what the Jaguars are doing and what the Patriots should do. They're giving their young quarterback the keys to the offense now. 
And I just hope that the Jets put an offensive line in front of him so he doesn't run for his life. I'm just looking up. Uh, where's Flacco now? Oh, yeah, he's with the Eagles. Okay, he's not even there. He's not even there anymore. So where are you on the Aaron Rodgers situation? I started out on the team side, but after listening to Aaron the past couple of weeks, I've swayed over to Aaron's side. Does he have a case to want out of Green Bay? Yeah, he's got a case on uh, two points. One, look at the last couple of years and how much he was running for his life. And two, one and four in conference championship games. One and four. And this time he had the conference championship in his house. Yeah. And Tom Brady basically put on a blindfold and eviscerated him. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess the point on all that is Tom Brady and some of these star quarterbacks have had a hand in personnel and management moves. And Aaron's upset that he hasn't had that liberty, that, uh, liberty mm-hmm. extended to him in Green Bay. Do you think he should? I'm unsure about that. I want to say yes, but I also want to say no because he has been uh, he's been the Packers quarterback for 16 years. Yes, he should have some input, but not all of it, if that makes any sense. Uh, hey, Joe, uh, Brian, just a couple rapid-fire questions because we got to let you go soon from Chad Isaac. Snowman, did the Bengals do enough to help Joe Burrow? They have the depth, but a lot of injuries. I'll answer that the way I answered the question on the squad cast. Hell no. No offensive line. Big problem. Oh, yeah. And from Jeff in Winnipeg, how will the Cardinals fare this upcoming season? (laughs) They're going to put everything on Kyler Murray and forget the fact that they have extra teammates. Cliff Kingsbury's seat is going to be hot especially when the Cardinals face my first. Yeah, your 49ers, yeah. Hey, Trey Lance is starting, right? He'll be the guy in week one? Wrong. Be Going to be Jimmy? Jimmy's got the keys, and he's going to keep the keys. It will take a catastrophic injury or Garoppolo really not performing up to standard. And when you And it's an unfair judgment for Garoppolo because of all the injuries that he's had. And he's still coming back from a high ankle sprain and an ACL. ACL, Rod, is a two-year injury. So he's going to ball out. I really believe Garoppolo's going to ball out this year. They're going to march him into the office and give him a contract extension. Garoppolo is the man until I see different. Brian, you are a wealth of knowledge. It's a short time, but a great time. Please say hey to your beautiful wife for me, and let's keep in touch. Great job today, my man. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. You can follow him, Snowman in the Morning and his daily show out of North Carolina. We'll be back with a sports update, more with John Frenzy. It is a Flame Tech Football Friday on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. John Frenzy's here too. Hall of Fame Rough Riders broadcaster. There you go. Um, listen, let's get it going. Prairie Mobile text line for the rest of our one. 306-840-8777. That is 
your authorized SaskTel Mobility dealer. We got texts from all over the continent coming in. And, of course, you can comment in the feed here. A sports update. Nick Suzuki scored 59 seconds into overtime, and the Montreal Canadiens beat the host Toronto Maple Leafs 4-3, rebounding after blowing a three-goal lead to force Game 6 in the original six first-round matchup. Game 6 Saturday night in Montreal. Sebastian Aho scored his second goal of the game, 106 into overtime as the Hurricanes won their second straight OT game to send Carolina to the second round with a 4-3 comeback victory over the Nashville Predators in Game 6. Vincent Sevigny broke a 1-1 tie at 1807 of the third period in the Victoriaville Tigre. Beat the Val Ferrer 3-2 Thursday to take Game 1 of the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League Final. Benjamin Tardif struck twice, his second into an empty net, while Nicholas Hurtabus made 32 saves for the Tigre. Game 2 goes Saturday. Val was riding a 17-game playoff win streak going into... Uh, their loss in game one. Prospect Alec Manoa dominated the Yankees with six innings of two-hit ball to win his major league debut for the Blue Jays on Thursday. They beat New York 2-0 in a doubleheader opener. A 23-year-old righty selected 11th in the 2019 amateur draft. Manoa was brought up after throwing only 35 pro innings in the minor leagues. And uh, he shellacked him. New York went on to win the uh, second game, 5-3. Anthony Davis had 34 points and 11 rebounds. LeBron had 21 and 9 assists. And the Lakers celebrated their first home playoff game in more than eight years with a 109-95 victory over the Phoenix Suns. The defending NBA champs took a 2-1 lead on the Suns in that series. The Lakers celebrated their first home playoff game in more than eight years. That's hard to believe. What does that mean? Against the Suns, maybe? Yeah. Because the Suns never make the playoffs? And star striker Josie Altidore is reportedly at odds with Toronto FC. Oh, my God, soccer drama. <laughs> it's S- big down there, man. Don't knock it. <laughs> I know. Citing sources, ESPN reports that the designated player has been told to train on his own <laughs> after a confrontation last Saturday with coach Chris Armas after being substituted in the, substituted in the 70th minute of Toronto's one nothing loss at Orlando City. Oh, he gets City. mad. He gets mad. You're following that? Yeah, bits of it. Yeah, he gets fired up. Good but for he's a you. Great player. He's a great player. Uh, this sports update for the Tap Brew House and Drive Through Liquor Store, and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. Brady Leovold watching from the Puck Support Podcast Network. Brady says best sports show anywhere. And when you think it can't get any better, it always does. Keep it up, buddy. Helping me in my training today. Thanks for watching, Brady. Guy's going to rollerblade across the country, John. Yeah, I know. Raising money for mental health yeah. and addiction recovery. I'm just going to read this text message from Frank in Toronto. Mr. Peterson, how are you going to get the imports into Canada? I reside in Ontario. Not happening. Thanks, Frank. Uh, thanks, Frank. Your show is refreshing. Thank you. Good question. What? Yeah, what, what, what's so refreshing about it? That we speak the truth? Yeah. Speak the, truth. the border's not open. Well, I, I said this yesterday, Lynch. I feel like the movie The Godfather. We keep trying to get out, and they keep pulling us back in. I don't want to talk about this stuff. Because I can't say a whole lot nice about the Canadian Football League. All these plans and projections. Even Roger Goodell said it the other day. He's like, we don't want to go down the road of making predictions anymore. Projections of how this is going to go. 
It hasn't stopped the CFL. No. So the border's not open. The restrictions in Manitoba are a grease fire. And most of this country, to be honest with you, but they're going to open training camp. Training camps are a go. How could you possibly say that? July the 10th. Yeah. How could you say that? I don't know. It flabbergasts me. It flabbergasts me. How do they think they're going to do that? I mean, just say, we're going to go ahead and do it and then pay the fine? Hey, how about that? Eh? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't understand it. Uh, they can't. So they're going to come around the last week of June and say the season's been postponed till Labor Day weekend. I hate to say it, but that's what I'm betting on. Well, who knows? Uh, John was pointing out that, what was it, last night Saskatchewan was supposed to play at Winnipeg? Yeah, Did you say they, that? And the Bombers are here next Thursday. We're supposed to be here yeah, next yeah, Thursday. Yeah. From some of our viewers, from Jeff the Stamps fan, he says, the Lakers were pretty bad for a while pre-LeBron. Sure. Um, br- from Brent Kuhlman, he says, I think the Lakers win at home means last year they were in a bubble, and before that they weren't making the playoffs. Yeah, Did they win the championship last year? And yes, they were in the bubble in Orlando, but they missed the playoffs for seven years before that? They won that the can't be right. They won the championship last year. He's wrong. No, yeah. no, but in a bubble. Yeah. The statement said their first home playoff win in eight years. No. That can't be right. No, no, no. I know they've been bad, but not no. that bad. I'm not last saying, year and two and three yeah, years. I'm not ago. saying you people are wrong. I'm just saying I would have a tough time believing that. Yeah, me too. Norway calling. This is from Trent in Norway. Family kept me away until now, but I made it. It seems like the Alouettes, who look like the gifted ones now, that the Canadians will have fans in the stands. It also seems like Alberta is going all out to get fans back as well, but I still wonder if the border is open, especially since 30 of 32 NFL teams can open at full capacity. Have a good weekend, everyone. <laughs> they, can, can we take a break now? Are we eligible to take a break now? Let's take a break and come back with more viewer takeover. I feel like we're sorting a lot of stuff out here today. We're learning a lot. Or at least we've thrown all our problems on the table. And misery loves company, right? Right. We'll be right back with viewer takeover. And former Eskimo Rennie Curran coming up in hour two. This is a Flame Tech football Friday. Flame Tech is your industry leader in combustion services. What it did, uh, You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at RodPeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, everybody. And I said this is going to be viewer takeover. We're all in this together today. Mandy uh, in Edmonton, where's her comment? Mandy in Edmonton. Rod, I'm really hopeful to meet you in person. It's like I already know you. Another reason to hope for a game again soon. Yes, it'll happen in Edmonton. We were saying earlier with the season, John, training camps are to open in the CFL July 10th. Edmonton doesn't have a name. The border isn't open. Three teams don't have broadcasters. <laughs> don't say it. Don't keep talking. It's crazy. It's insane. Ridiculous. Uh, the, lo- the three teams without radio broadcasts are really getting me and who they are. Astound me. Astound me. Montreal, Hamilton, and BC. Well, Hamilton won just I can't. I believe. That's just on this 
Lakers thing. Like, I more than casually follow the NBA. Believe me, it's certainly not my favorite sport, but it stunned me that the Lakers hadn't won a game at home in eight years until last night. Tell me she says that. Well, Jeff, the Stamps fan says 2013 to 2018, the Lakers finished no higher than 10th in the West Division. They hadn't won a game at home in eight years. Till last night, but then they won a championship. But they won a championship. No, a playoff game. Yeah, a playoff game. That's what I meant. Yeah, I guess that means. I guess that's true. Hard to believe. From Casey Jones, watching on Facebook. Rod, time flies when you're having fun. Very possible as the Lakers were bad. Talk about zeros to heroes, the LA Lakers. From Wayne in Victoria, B.C., he said, if the CFL had the resources that the NFL has, we'd be playing football right now. That's our good friend Wayne. Yeah, it's true. And if ifs and nuts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. That's right. They don't have the money. And when are they going to announce that and let it be down? I mean, it's got to be. Announce what? When are they going to announce what? Everything. That they're playing? Yeah. Uh, here's one from the 416. Hey, Rod, Daryl from Toronto. Best sports show in the country. How important is transparency in sport? How important is transparency in sports on an organizational level? It's from Daryl in Toronto. Hey, that is a very good question. Yeah, it is. I might save that for later when DuPont's here. How important is transparency? What do you want to know? Yeah. I don't know that it's necessarily... That important. Here, where we are home to the Dallas Cowboys of the CFL, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, it's a community-owned team. I worked for them for 20 years. Everybody wanted to know every nook and cranny, every detail of how money was being spent, how people were being hired and fired, right? And I and thought, they let us know. No, and I thought it's like government. They let us know. You're, no, they didn't. They let you know what you they wanted you to know. Okay. Well, they sent something out. So most teams, yeah, they sent out a financial statement. But even that I never believed in. What sort of transparency do you want to see from a sports organization? I don't think you want to see it. I think you just want to go to the games and cheer. That's all I want to do. I want to hear what, what the, uh, uh, from a league. Talking. He said an organization. I assume he's talking about a team. And I, I don't think you're entitled to know anything of what goes on internally with a team. I don't. Uh, trust me, the more you find out, the less you want to know. Would you agree, Frenzy? Yes, but you want to know some good stuff. Yeah. It's good stuff you want to hear about the team and the leagues are in and the good players are signing. But the, uh, the tough stuff, no, you don't. And, you know, I look at the NHL. One thing we've learned in the pandemic is a lot of Canadians and Americans, whether you want to believe it or not, view the CFL in the realm of the NFL, NHL, NBA. They do. Yeah. You found out that they're not in the realm of those leagues. Yeah. But we all want details daily from the CFL as to how they're going to play. And I think it's not an unfair question because it's been 15 months of a pandemic and 19 months since they played. And no, no, but we, we never really knew what the NHL was going to do. No. We just trusted that they were going to play, and they did. Yeah, they did. Whereas that's what the CFL, I, I just don't believe a lot of what they but people believe the nhl would play here's from uh, the gentleman in toronto he says sorry i meant more from a league perspective oh man can we just carry this over into next hour because it was daryl from toronto right i just look at the uh the nfl one guy speaks one roger goodell does he ever roger goodell one guy roger goodell and for the national hockey league one guy 
Gary Bettman. Yeah. And you, we don't really know the ins and outs of how they were going to come back and play, but we just trusted that they would do it. Mm-hmm. And they did. In the Canadian Football League, Randy Ambrosi doesn't have the free reign to speak. So, but again, we heard rumors in the NHL of a bubble here, a bubble there. Bob McKenzie was saying it forever, but nobody would confirm it until the NHL actually announced it. But at least we knew they were going to play. That's my yeah. point. How, how important is transparency? You felt they were going to play. Yeah, when they did. But yeah, the CFL did. did not. About last year, letting us down last year has really hurt their image. We're out of time. We're out of time, too. John. We've got to come back for hour two, okay? Okay. And Rennie Curran. Former Edmonton Eskimo linebacker will be with us to talk uh, some old CFL stories and his inspiring personal story, too. Uh, That is coming up in Hour 2, so stick around. The second half kickoff's coming up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll be right back after this break on uh, Game Plus TV. And the Eskimos were supposed to run out last Monday, weren't they? For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.